Welcome Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk food freedom with Trim Healthy Mama creators Serene Allison and Pearl Barrett. Stay tuned for more. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live Fit Club. What's up, Fit Club fans? We are back. We got some special guests from down under, uh, Serene Allison and Pearl Barrett. Thank you guys for joining us. G'day. <laughs> With 19 kids between you guys, I am so glad you were able to make it out. I can't believe it. Um, again, guys, as always, my name is Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, Shaka Strong. TK Trinidad, where can they find you? Uh, at everything TK Trinidad. And our lovely guest, where can they find you online? At Trim Healthy Mama. Nice. Yeah, Trim Healthy Mama. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how are you guys doing today? Oh, so hot. <laughs> so great to be here, though. Yeah. yeah. You guys have a trip back, right, soon? Yeah. I'm actually flying through the night to get to my children. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. So well, we're, we're just glad that we got you I really want to get into this 19 children thing. Yeah. Right. I, don't know if you, I know it sounds spooky. Yeah, not yeah. spooky. I just, I have questions. I don't know if you want to do the news and you want to hold off. Let, let me know how you want to do this, because I have questions. Be careful when you open that box. Yeah. Well, I think I think these stories will lend themselves to that. So. Okay, all right. Um, we got the first story, actually. Uh, an interesting story kind of about the way our attitudes have changed or maybe not changing. Um, it turns out, looking at Census Bureau data that was analyzed, that when wives out-earn their husbands, that the wife and the husband both report the husband earns more, and the wife and the husband both report significantly that the wife earns lower. And I thought um, to myself, you know, it seems that people are unconsciously slipping into these traditional gender roles. And so for you guys, you know, not just stay-at-home moms, but like 19, you know, this is not just one or two. Was it easy or what, was there a transition to go, hey, I want to be an entrepreneur, and did you have to allow yourself to do that? For me, it was kind of natural for us in a way because our mother was an entrepreneur. She has a, a magazine that goes to 80 countries of the world and she was a stay-at-home mom. And so it was kind of natural to be creative and do business but to kind of be the heart of the home too. And so it kind of something we slipped into but we're very traditional too. I, something I kind of We like dig, to cook dinner. A dig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I dig keep my apron on a bit. kind of <laughs> sexy. Yeah. And I think... Um, with our husband, I, I mean, we're, we're both different, different couples, but we sort of, we're not like, this is mine and this is yours. Mm-hmm. We sort of just throw it in together, like, same bank account, mate. Uh, you know, we all just bring it. We're all just working, and mm-hmm. that's sort of the way we feel. Yeah. I, I have to say, do you think that's a cultural difference? Because you guys being from uh, New Zealand or Australia? I don't know. New Zealand and Australia are very progressive, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's probably the way we were raised. You know, we sort of... I mean, and our dad's a pastor, uh-huh. so we've got that, mm-hmm. and so we are sort of, we love the traditional roles, but we love being able to do this yeah. business, too. We don't yeah. feel enslaved by them at all, actually. We kind of feel liberated yeah. in it. Yeah. Liberated to be able to celebrate both. Yeah. 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 Did you, were you surprised by TK? What, the 19 kids or the... No. Oh, okay, we're not no. on that yet. No, the fact uh, that like these successful women that would out-earn their husbands would also report that they were, the husbands were making more and they were making well, more. Well, I think it's definitely key what it sounds like. You guys have both very um, great relationships with your husband, so it's it's kind of understand and establish that this is what they're going to do. So I, I, I'm not surprised by it, but then I'm also... These census and stuff like that, it's always kind of murky waters because you don't really know what they're really like reporting. I know you want to go to this political (laughs) rabbit hole, but there's it's that's that's a thing too. So, you know, for instance, um, one of the census questions is like, are are you African American? And like, I'm not. So then what do you put? 
Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And then I think it's too, it's how much you respect each other because if we were going to talk about who makes most in my marriage, I'd say, oh, my husband, he's the think tank behind our business. He's the one that does this and that. And if you ask him, he would be like, oh, my, my wife's the creative, whatever. And he would yeah. praise me and I'd praise him. And so maybe those marriages, like you said, yeah. maybe they weren't as respectful to each other. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. My husband does not feel threatened at all that yeah. we started this business. They've come, come on to help. And man, they run the financial side of things. Mm-hmm. But we still, you know, the creators, and the visionaries, but they're like power to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're blessed. They're yeah. blessed. They sound like yeah. very happy. You said that you you guys still cook. For, like that's one of the things, and they like they yeah. they sound like very happy individuals. Oh, so yeah. you know, <laughs> we were we were here on this like business trip, and we were frying up their eggs and serving yeah. our husbands. And <laughs> but that's out of love. It's yeah. not yeah. out of you better. Yeah, you know, not an obligation. No. no. Yeah, well, that's so interesting. Um, and I guess you guys will be heartened to know the next story kind of touches on working moms and whether or not it's a benefit to kids. And they find that being a working mom is a benefit to your kids. Um, they found, interestingly enough, that girls were more likely to have successful careers and that boys were more likely to stay at home and take care of the family mm-hmm. as a result. But that stay-at-home moms and working moms, the happiness quotient was still reported the same. So the kids were still just as happy. It just changed the outcomes of what they right. did. Do you know, I think you're touching upon something. You can be miserable wherever you are, mm-hmm. yeah. no matter what you're doing. You mm-hmm. can choose joy or you can just choose oh, poor me. Right. I, I think it's attitude, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it also depends on the kid. Like I was talking to somebody the other day about whether you should like you know protect your kid or not. Every kid is so individual so you can't use the same set of rules. For Well, I mean, you guys you guys let me know. I don't have no kids. <laughs> yeah. You guys have yeah, 19 kids. Yeah. I, might, I might be completely wrong about this, but I feel like each, each kid is individual and their characteristics you can see from a very early age. Right, and I don't necessarily think it's whether you work or whether you don't, whether your family's happy. I think it's your heart for your children and how it comes across. I think maybe there are children who aren't happy with... Um, a mother that's gone and working all the time Mm -hmm. if they do not feel that sense of connection to her or she doesn't um, let them know that they are the most important thing Mm -hmm. so I feel like you can be a working woman and let your children know they're so special and be a working woman and say you know what you know, I'm off again. You right. know, I feel like it's your attitude to your children that really will bring about that happiness. And yeah. if she loves her job too, that's important because if she loves her job, then she's content with it, and therefore she can pass that additional love to the kids too. Yeah, kids model a lot. I think it's hard. Yeah. It is hard for a woman. I mean, I know that Serene struggles. She still has little ones. I mean, she brought her five month old with us. Oh yeah, and she's so leaving cute. a that th- thigh though. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I have a great little yummy bubby. Like I could just ear yes. and chew up a thigh. But yeah. you're leaving. A a three-year-old and a five-year-old and I mean but that's my glory back home to, to, to tell you the truth yeah. um, I don't you know whatever that sense is said that's all great and all but if somebody asked me just personally and I have no ulterior motive for saying this my glory is at home with my children that's where I feel my fulfillment that's where I that's where I get my happiness from and out here is great and all mm-hmm but my she's, heart. She's addicted yeah. to babies yeah. too. And she, you well, know, my children are like this. She's like, well, you have a lot. So, <laughs> I think too, with the with the whole society thing, I think some women and people in general think the natural progression is to get married and have kids and that might not be for you. Yeah. So the woman doesn't want to have kids, but she's forced to have kids and she can't show that because she just is following everybody else. But it sounds like you genuinely love, well, yeah. it's 19, oh my goodness. 19 between the both of you, so how many? In, uh, I only have the five, so guess 14. Uh, uh, Guess yeah. what? Four. T- I would not have guessed cheated. that split. She <laughs> cheated, though, right? Yeah, she adopted. I adopted five. Yeah. Wow. wow. But, but still. still, yeah. But it's the joy. It's like, 
oh my goodness, that you don't need TV. You don't, well, it's not TV is not around these days. You don't need hardly any of this media when you have the, your own comedians built into your home. Yeah. You know? Your own disco parties at night. I mean, they bring me all what's hot and latest. You know, all my teenagers are up with it. So there you go. How, how was that? I guess because um, it's not like you had this business and you like you had your kids and you decided to go into business. You're having these kids and you're doing both at the same time. How was that kind of juggling with that and then meeting the kids' needs because they're all different children and you know. Uh, it's it's a, something that we wrestle with. I think um, we've been given this platform. You know, we never like set out to start Trim Healthy Mama brand and make these products. We were just doing, having our own struggles with diet, and we're like, well, how do you eat? And then we figured it out, and it caught on, and other women were doing it, and then suddenly they wanted products from us. So, so we weren't like, let's start a business. Right. So then we were just thrown into this in the deep end. And I think, you know, it's, yeah, it's never, it's not really a huge wrestle for me because I know in the end of the day, my family's going to win. Yeah. I'm yeah. always going to put them first, oh, totally. Yeah. But um, they enjoy the being part of yeah. it, right? Yeah. They enjoy being part of the business. It's, if you can have your family kind of um, entwined creatively into what you do, like uh, your son works for us, my yeah. son works, <laughs> my son's our videographer. Yeah. And, oh, nice. You know, it's just all kind of built in. And that does also yeah. teaches uh, entrepreneurship. Absolutely. Yeah. Like my dad was, I, I'd never known him to work for anybody else. My yeah. mom worked for the government for 30 plus years. Yeah. And I have the best of both worlds. So yeah. like I'm definitely, I'm always kind of looking to create stuff. And that's because of him because I saw him do all this stuff. And I also helped in the shop and, you know, did all types of crazy stuff. So it kind of builds that, you know, work hard ethic. So it's definitely important to see your parents do stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and we do have another another story about mobile food banks, which I wanted to highlight. Um, I guess in West Alabama, they're becoming popular. I know we had talked about um, them doing sort of mobile food banks prescription-wise, I think mm-hmm. one of the counties in California, where they would prescribe food um, rather than medicine, uh, or rather than, like, prescription medicine. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, here in West Alabama... Wow. These wow. trucks, yeah, isn't that great? Like, really revolutionary. <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah, that's why I love California. Um, <laughs> it's a... It's a a magical place sometimes. Yeah. I, but, and I was actually surprised about this um, story because it's in West Alabama, so I didn't know that they would be so progressive. But they're really making an effort to get these mobile food banks out to places that are food insecure. And it turns out about 60, 63% of our counties in the United States are rural, and that's where you get the most food insecurity. And so now these people are getting access to afford or better access to affordable nutritious stuff. A lot of the times it's free or at a very reduced cost. But there is no reliability in terms of what you're getting because a lot of times it's pre-selected. Mm-hmm. Um, you might have limited selection. So just for you guys and kind of growing your brand, when, when you're talking to women that might have limited funds or limited access or um, unreliability of food, how do they kind of engage and want to be, you know, still be concerned about their fitness and their health. Yeah. I tell you, we can go there. <laughs> <Totally. laughs> you know, and before this, the Trim Healthy Mama brand started and, you know, we, we struggled financially um, big time because we were home with the kids or doing what we could, but uh, my husband worked two jobs and I mean... We Gave were, blood on the side. Yeah, he did. <laughs> it, it, we, we were on food stamps at one stage and I know what it's like to have beans and rice. That's yeah, all you uh-huh. have and we you cover it for a meal. I think you can do it, though. We, we talk about top 10 cheap, expensive foods. Inexpensive. Um, inexpensive <laughs> that you can do and actually get trim, get healthy, get nourished, feed your whole family mm-hmm. on them. For instance, like what? Cabbage. Yeah, I mean, it sounds gross. Oh, my gosh. But, 
Yes, well, put thing, they can be noodles. You mm. can uh, do them in a stir fry, add yeah. some ground Taco meat. shells. Seasonings. Come on, uh, that's good stuff. Egg eggs. roll in a bowl yeah. kind of creations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, eggs. That's cheap, right? Yeah. Amazing protein. You know, just, I think, uh, you know, centering everything around protein and asking yourself the question, where's my veggie on this plate? Those are just simple questions. They're simple starters mm-hmm. for women. And uh, we we started our, our health journey on no special ingredients. You know, we just, we couldn't afford 20 buck whey protein or collagen peptides or anything <laughs> like that. It was all very simple. But I think simply can, simple can be very I mean, one bag of lentils, right, I used to yeah. feed my family, mm-hmm. is like two dinners. It's delicious soup. Yeah. My mm-hmm. children were raised on lentil soup. It's a $1 yeah. for yeah. a bag. And that's healthy. That's yeah. protein. And like know? I said, eggs. Of course it's going to be healthy to get the $5 pasture-raised, everything, you know, <laughs> amazing eggs. But, you know, a simple 99-cent, well, maybe it's not that cheap in California, but <laughs> yeah. at our you local get Piggly yeah. 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 yeah, You can get a carton of eggs. It's better than going to Whole Foods and getting your organic, um, you know, white bread oh, yeah. or your mac and cheese from yeah. some organic brand and it's just kind of like organic glue. Yeah. It's yeah. probably healthier to just, you know, anchor your body around that cheap protein. It may not be pristine, mm-hmm. but it's, it's sound something yeah. for your body. Well, I got to ask now, like, so how did you get this brand? Like, where did that passion come from? I can see you guys are passionate about the health of it all. We were like, Weirdos as kids, yeah. totals. Because we Little were geeks. Weirdos. I mean, our our grandmother was like this original crunchy granola woman before they were around, <laughs> and so somehow we used to talk with her. She was always like trying to find the latest way to eat, and we'd sit at her feet and we'd just talk health as little girls. Mm-hmm. And so when our friends were going to the mall, we were riding our push bikes down to the health store <laughs> to read the latest health. We'd we'll be sitting in the corner all day, just like pouring <laughs> through health. Yeah, but it got us into trouble actually because mm-hmm. whatever latest diet was out. We were try. doing it. Yeah. We were guinea pigs. Like, we, we made ourselves guinea pigs for all the diets out there. And we didn't just get on them for a week. Like, we would stick on them for years until <laughs> it, we until our health was just... Well, Serena went raw yeah. foodist, right? You know, no cooked. Uh-huh. Oh, no, wow. like, total yeah. raw, um, raw vegan. So wow. it was only, like... Coconut water and spirulina, oh, wow! <laughs> and you know, sprouted pilaf. I kicked the oven out of my house. It oh was my like, gosh. wow! That seven was like years, death seven years with seven that years, food. pregnant and nursing and all that. So we would give these diets the try. Yeah. And you know that's supposed to be the optimum when you yeah. get there. That's that's it. The plant. For, you mm-hmm. know what? We ended up after all of this in ill health. Mm-hmm. We realized it wasn't sustainable, it wasn't doable, it wasn't financially great, it was mm-hmm. hard, and then our health was suffering, and my we realized, teeth, like, crumbled out we of my realized there's got to be a better way, and it's got to be more basic. Yeah. And then we just went back to stop kicking out food groups. Mm-hmm. We'd always kick something out, if it was meat, or if it was carbs, or if it was fat. Yes, mm-hmm. that's the villain. Oh, no, 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 no. Now it's like carbohydrates, yeah, the villain, yeah. and it's just back and forth, until we were just like, you know what, we like Pearl said, we're pastors' kids, okay? Yeah. So we've got, we've got that foundation. And I just went, you know what? I'm just going to the Bible. So I opened up, and there was like, I give you the herb of the field, the, the, the harvest of the field, the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the blood of the grape, the fat of the ram, the milk of the goat, and it was all there. And I'm like, you know what? 
I'm just doing it all through groups back then. <laughs> yeah, and then we figured out, you know, we really went deep into the research. We figured out how do our bodies metabolize these foods? How do we metabolize carbs and meat and all these things? And we, we were guinea pigs. And then and we found the sustainable way to eat where you're not throwing things out, but you're including things. Mm-hmm. You're nourishing your body. You're centering it on protein. And guess what? It's doable. And you're celebrating food. And it's not what you're kicking out. It's what you're adding in, except if you've got, like, allergies, you yeah. know. Yeah. Allergies are and, around. But. And... And we got healthier. You know, I had a little bit of weight problem at the time. We slimmed down, and then we were telling our friends about it. I don't know how it happened. It just started to spread, and then we get got phone calls and emails all day long. We're like, we have to write a book, okay? Mm-hmm. We yeah, wrote, were sick of, like, writing down people's <laughs> personal plans, you yeah. know? We wrote this book thinking, okay, this will shut everybody up. We can just give them a book. We'll hand out a few. <laughs> well... This book, we just self-published it. It sold like quarter million copies. Wow, just, wow. just print by demand. It was just <laughs> And so that's how it started. We never intentionally did this. I was out there like yeah. feeding my chickens and hanging my diapers on the lawn <laughs> line. And we get a call. You know, you're a New York Times bestseller uh, on the bestseller list. And I'm like, what's the New York Times bestseller list? <laughs> wow. Like totally unplugged. I didn't know what it was. So we really didn't have a lot of motivation. Mm-hmm. It was just something that we were throwing into. It was fulfilling into. a need. Wow. And so is this when you talk about food freedom, what you mean? Is that you're adding that food back in? Yes. And I think it's... Um, and not seeing food as a villain. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think like even like sweet taste has been vilified or, or carbs have been vilified and all these things. Whereas we're like, uh-uh, let's just... If people have been eating these for thousands of years, I don't think they're wrong. There's something right. to it. Yeah. Right. Coffee, coffee <laughs> you know, it was vilified for a long time and now it's back in. And yeah. wine Butter. was, you know. Yeah. All these things were like, oh, no, I think they're good, actually. Yeah, and a yeah. lot of people say, you know, yeah, like Pearl said, sweet things, you know, people are just training the taste buds to be more addicted to sweet. Mm. Breast milk is so super sweet and it's like the first food humans have. It's <laughs> yeah. like we were create. There's more sweet taste buds yeah. in our mouth than any others. And no, obviously yeah. sugar, sugar, it can no be an word. addiction right. and yeah. we help people off that but we do it with natural sweeteners and it's just like, I think the freedom is also we're very different too and like she's a purist I don't mm-hmm. know all her food is like from scratch and pristine mm-hmm. where I, I like use cans from a grocery store and, and I have like bones boiling and like yeah. stock cauldrons and so and I think the freedom is like also be who you are yeah you don't have to be this perfect like granola mom if you don't want to be right. you, you can shop at the store and use cans in your soup yeah I think the, the, the main thing is that why people kind of got away from that is they're looking for something easier but when you get something easier it's not the greatest foods mm-hmm. So just finding, having that good food and still making it easy. Like, I made, like, stuffed peppers, and it's like, you know, you just throw it together. Like, I am the queen of, I just don't have time to cook, cook. Queen of throwing stuff in the pan, making it work, and it's still healthy. So it's like kind of finding what's going to work for your life and still feeling good. Two weeks off of candy, by the way. Oh, Oh, you got it. Two weeks off of candy. Come on. So TMZ has uh, uh, craft services where it's just candy. Oh, You're there. It's free. And, like, you want you, it's just down the hill. So I'm like, okay, we're not, we can't do one at all. So, and I feel different. So it's always healthy, per se, but I feel different. And I think when people realize what their trigger points are, it's a little bit different. You're right. Absolutely. Every day, man. Oh, my gosh. It's... (laughs) Every day I'm looking at it and I'm like, no, we're not going to... It's a it's a mental battle. Well, sugar that. can be an addiction bigger than alcohol, mm-hmm. bigger than really many drugs out yeah. there. I mean, people vilify certain drugs out there, but they forget to look at the very simple drug that they're putting on their children's mm-hmm. plates from yeah. from 
on toddlerhood. Like they're like pouring these cereals in here that are just getting the children addicted to a drug from infancy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that high fructose corn syrup oh, yeah. and all that stuff yeah, is it's, pretty. It's not necessary. Well, you have to remember that sugar at the time, like the candies and stuff, was a luxury. Yes. So, like the stuff now you can get it at a dollar at the dollar store. Exactly. It's, you're and just it's kind hidden of in so yeah. many foods. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I like you guys talk about is um, not getting rid of carbohydrates. They're not a bad thing. I always tell people that they're not bad. No. Our bodies need them, yes. actually. Um, but you guys focus on low glycemic foods. And, you know, for a long time, I just kind of stumbled on my own diet of sticking to low to medium GI foods. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, I would love to hear more about that. Absolutely. We call them gentle carbs oh, because nice. we yeah. need them for yeah. our serotonin in our brain. And, yeah. and they... You know, you hear about the buzzword adrenal fatigue these yeah. days, right? Because everyone's maxed out and cortisol's high. And so everyone's like, I've got adre- adrenal fatigue. Well, carbs nurture your adrenals. They sing lullabies to them. Yes. And, and gentle carbs, not yeah. spiking your, right. your blood yeah. sugar. But those are so necessary. And I love what you say, you know, low to medium. Like yeah. the good old apple, yeah. right? A beautiful medium GI food. Right. So good for you. The sweet potato. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. So delicious. Yeah. Amazing. And they, they nourish your thyroid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we, we need them. I, I believe they rev your metabolism. And I feel like the keto thing is all the rage. And it's great and all. And we... we celebrate fat mm-hmm. and we actually have a, a meal on our plan it's called the S it's a satisfying meal and it, it's centered around protein and fat but the thing is is that your metabolism slows down when you get so used to burning fat as a fuel mm-hmm. and so we like to kind of just shock your metabolism almost like a CrossFit diet approach yeah. where we do like that keto thing and then we switch back to those gentle carbohydrates and let our body burn a gentle um, energy fuel and it kind of just keeps everything revved yeah I love it, and for me, I want to know. You know, Trim Healthy Mom. I love the brand, but Trim Healthy Papa. This can I, <laughs> I know, can right? I do this or oh, someone? Wait, yeah. are you telling us that you, you Papa is yeah. something? <laughs> no, but yeah. something you're not telling us. No. Well, the, the Trim Healthy Mama yeah, word to us is like you know Trim Healthy Girlfriend, like you know yeah, Mama. Yeah, but yeah. I know I see what you're saying. We Trim Healthy Mama is just THM. So mm-hmm. like so many women are like, oh, well, my guy, it's totally hot man THM. So <laughs> oh, there nice. you go. Yeah. But so you know men. And this started off with just we sort of promoted this to women, but they've yeah. got their husbands on board, their uncles on board, mm-hmm. like their nephew, you know. Yeah. And and it's it's man food. Yeah. It's like chicken wings and steak. Yeah. You have to tell that story about the oil rig. Oh, yeah, we got this letter from this woman. And she's like, my husband goes out for months at a time on an oil rig. Like the most masculine macho. She sent our book with him, right? And these guys are sort of bored for months on the end. Well, um, you know, he had it. Some 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 of the guys saw him reading it. It went around, like, the whole rig. No, but it had it hidden yeah. in another jacket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then they were all reading this book called Trim Healthy Mama. These girly guys on an oil rig. Oh, we need some pictures of that. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Stephanie's seeing on live chat says the greatest thing about THM is that it really works when you have to cook for your kids I changed the way we all eat and improved the health big time and my kids and husband love the food hey Stephanie good to hear from you that's so awesome what do you attribute to that because you guys have got a lot of feedback from the people that follow you guys and like having made personal changes in their life what do you attribute to you guys kind of resonating with people in that way I think because we're living the lives with them, like our lives are chaotic. Most mm-hmm. people's life. Yeah. Do you know anybody that has like a leisurely life where they're like not crazy? I don't. No, yeah. I don't. <laughs> and so I feel like we're not like doctors in white coats saying no, it's like this, you mm-hmm. know. And we don't. And they're not relating. But we're in the trenches with mothers feeding their families. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly, and in the trenches, in the trenches too, with like that, that the. the, the 
all kinds of genre of women, but especially like women that are just like, you know, just throwing Cheerios to a baby here and trying to like, you know, jiggle a rattle and cook at the same time mm-hmm. and then have teenagers coming in Super saying, what's moms. for dinner, mom, you know, yeah. and then maybe work too at the same mm-hmm. time. And so they don't have time. We have five to yeah. 10 minutes max for prep. Yeah. <laughs> And so I just, I I think because we're not looking down saying this is the way you do it, but we're saying this is the way we do it here, Mm -hmm. and and maybe try this, it works, they feel like, okay, I can. And also we include include everybody. This is from babyhood. This is right through to Mm post-menopausal. You know, this is something that includes everybody, men, and it's uh, just... she kind of promotes a healthy hormonal profile yeah. all through those years. I think a lot of women, like women. our age, I'm in my 40s now, you know, I think with a lot of um, diets out there, it's like for just maybe early 20s getting bikini ready, right? Mm-hmm. Or you're not feeding a family or something. <laughs> but it doesn't relate. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it's the relatability yeah. of doableness. We're just trying to get our trim. We're not trying to be well, skinny here. Yeah. But, you know, our plan would work for somebody trying to get bikini ready. Yeah, but it goes yeah, beyond but... that, right? It goes yeah. beyond. And a lot of women who are past that stage are like, like you said, it's unrelatable or it's not sustainable anymore. You know, they, it's not just about I can spend four hours doing hot yoga. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got nothing else to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I think, think that one thing, too, that people have to realize is that when you start eating that food, you actually can get the energy mm-hmm. to actually do all the stuff that That's you right. do. It's just when you miss a meal or you kind of just drive through the drive-thru and you kind of poison your body, that you're going to feel exhausted. Therefore, it's going to transfer to the kids. So it's all mm. like a It's a vicious effect. cycle, yeah. right? Yeah. You think, I don't have time, so I need to do those things. Mm-hmm. But that pulls your energy down so much, you actually don't have time for life. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember I used to have, an, have to have a nap every day, you mm-hmm. know, when I when I wasn't eating right, I wasn't protein. And now I cannot imagine, like, wow, wow I... I all the things I could have got done back yeah. then. <laughs> and when you said drive through the drive through, it kind of um, made me think. It's also a mental decision about what you, the lines you will cross and you won't cross. Because Pearl mm-hmm. drives through drive throughs. That's what mm-hmm. we call a drive through Sue. I'm like, <laughs> she's a drive through Sue. Yeah. But she's kind of worked out a way of how she can eat at a drive through because mm-hmm. life will hit you. There will yeah. be times where you're just at an airport and you've only got these choices. But right. it's like, okay, well, I will have the the, the beef patty and the mm-hmm. salad, but. Okay, I'm not going to do the white yeah. bun, yeah. you know, and and it's like you can still eat out. It's not like I have to have my safe little kitchen, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, knowing yeah. what what works for you. And my my policy with drive-throughs or fast food is that if you can leave the food out and it's not edible in five minutes. Like, it's just totally gross and disgusting, and you wouldn't eat it, then you probably shouldn't be going to that restaurant. That's yeah, just well, my okay. my uh, policy. I think my whole diet was predicated on coping, was like on like making sure that I could cope when I had those moments when I wanted to eat really poorly. And that was how I had to do my diet, was mm-hmm. like, when I get in this emotional space, here's how I want to prepare myself. But it'll take me a while to get there. But now I feel like I can cope readily with it. Do you guys find that emotional eating is an issue? I think it's a, a, a big issue mm-hmm. and it's the soothing with foods but a, a lot of it is you know when we're going through things our serotonin is low right mm-hmm. and we and we're feeling maybe you know going through a hard breakup or something like this and so the sugary foods are like oh raise the serotonin mm-hmm. and that's what they drug. do yeah. they push your blood sugar up and then your serotonin goes Wah! but then you crash yeah and then you have low serotonin so we're like hey let's just get that beautiful medium serotonin going so it's always this with the medium yeah. Yeah. The so you can cope yeah. with the issues in life that are going to kick you. Cause but life you know what? You. you need vitamin P. 
yeah. you need some vitamin pleasure. So on our program, we have a lot of recipes and we use natural sweeteners that don't taste like kerosene to make chocolate cake so that when you wake up and you're in a slump, you know what? I just feel like chocolate cake for breakfast. Yeah. You can have chocolate cake for yeah. breakfast. Nice, yeah. You know? And a, another thing that really helps me, a little practical tip is I'm a, I'm a food preppy. Mm-hmm. You know how there's like the preppers, yeah. for like the end of the world. Well, I'm just a food prepper for it could be the end of the world for food today. <laughs> yeah. So I always have a purse full of zippies, whether it's like dark chocolate mm-hmm. and almonds or whether it's like little pieces of yummy Gouda cheese mm-hmm. or yeah. whatever. I have to have my zippies with me because I know that there could be a slump in the afternoon where yeah. it's like, and I need that emotional pick-me-up. Yeah. I have my zippy. <laughs> And that's key, too, to know what your downfalls are as far as, like, as a woman, if you know, if you if you have to watch your patterns and be very conscious of it. So, you know, at the time of the month comes and mm. you're noticing that every time of the month you're craving whatever and you're just kind of going through the motions and not actually taking stock of it, then you can't change it. And now you're going to be in that, exactly. that cycle where it's like, I don't understand why I can't lose weight or I don't understand yeah. why this, not realizing that two weeks before that you're binge eating all this stuff and you're not consciously yes, taking it tuning in. into yeah. your body is so key and I think mm-hmm. that's why we're all so different that's why I don't think with diets when, when people tell you eat this for breakfast eat this for lunch and how much I think that is a total wash for sustainability. Because right. yeah. they don't know what you're going to go through. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know. We're all so unique with our you know, muscle yeah. distribution, our weight, how big we are, mm. tall we are. We all eat different like amounts. My appetite yeah. is double pearls. Yeah. I could just eat horseshoes around yeah. her. <laughs> She's nursing a baby, you know. So I just think that we can't like put people in boxes. Yeah. And people that have more muscle, you know, they're just naturally burning more calories mm-hmm. just to keep that muscle there. And so talk about your daughter, Cherish. Yes, I actually have adopted five children from Liberia, Africa, and they are just the most perfect physical like specimens. It's just all muscle, and she's so trim, but she just needs to eat a lot just yeah. because that muscle is burning, burning all day. Yeah. And how could we put, like, I could put Cherish on the same diet as my biological daughter, Chalice, who's kind of like Norwegian looking and really just wafy thin. It wouldn't be right. So, how right. can one yeah. doctor in a white coat say, well, this is one size fit all? She's yeah. not even sane. Right. Yeah. And I totally agree. And I want to know a little bit more about the Trim Healthy Table. Well, that's our, our latest book that came out. And that was addressing what we're talking about here, No Time. So it's really quick family meals that you can cook up, like basic 20-minute skillet meals, mm-hmm. right? And that you just throw together from the fridge and they're delicious. And, and it's really all about, like, the comforting foods that we all really want, just take a couple of tweaks, a couple of tips, suddenly they're healthy and trimming instead of the ones that were like raising your blood sugar and mm-hmm. fattening your whole family up. Yeah. American favorites like pizza, lasagna, like casseroles, all that kind of like comfort food mm-hmm. that it's like your happy food that's all there. Chocolate cake that you can eat for breakfast, it's going to be slimming, all there. And for, for you, for both of you, but more for you... When your children have different tastes, how much time is it taking you to prepare these things? Well, or, you, know? you know, exactly. But for me, it's just kind of like I'm a little bit of a um, military mom in that way. It's <laughs> like, no, we are a group together. And I, I don't allow, like, different, 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 different. It'd be like, okay, you no, it's not, chef for if it's yeah. not your favorite, well... Sorry, maybe it'll be your favorite tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tomorrow might be a better day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, we're running out of time, but I think we got some news from TK, and then we're going to do our Fit Club 5, and we're going to do some rapid-fire questions and get some of your answers. Sounds great. Um, well, definitely sad news. Uh, Demi Lovato, TMZ reported yesterday, Demi Lovato was uh, taken to the hospital. Um, alleged uh, heroin over- overdose. Her people say that's not the case. Um, she, um, her sober living 
living coach. They kind of fell out. She's been sober for six years. I think this is definitely, even though, you know, hopefully the people who are watching, they're not addicted to that stuff, definitely take an account to addiction because we're yeah. all kind of um, addicted or we have some type of vices. So take that into account and definitely um, prayers to Demi. Hopefully, you know, she kind of bites that. And she suffers from like eating disorders as well. She suffers from eating disorders but like a year ago she was doing like MMA training. Like she was doing really really well. So you know there's those triggers again where it's just like you have to know what works for you, what to stay away from, what triggers you as far as kind of going down that hill. So yeah, do you, do you guys? I know you guys have a podcast. Do you guys kind of focus any uh, or give any attention to like sort of mental health as well in terms of Tuts. relating to food? It is Tuts. so huge. Yeah. It is it is more than it's probably ninety percent, isn't it? Yeah. The way our it mind thinks way, least, yeah. about what we're going to eat, and so we go deep into that, into the mentality, and into you know, so many people. What they do is if they mess up, they think okay, well, I'm a failure. I mm. can never get this right. Mm. That's what I do. I fail. And right. so then it's like shame, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm not worthy, and so just give me that extra cup. Right. Please. Or it's like obesity runs in my family. This is just going to happen to me after 30. This is just how it's going to happen for me, yeah. and why fight it? Yeah. You know, but it's just like that mental state, and it's like, no, you know, you can change. You can ha- you can change your whole genetics, yeah. you know. There is, it's always possibilities. Yeah, so we're always like, shove the shame, get back on, you know, forgive you. For, we, we forgive other people, we never forgive ourselves right. for these things. And, and so we're, we, we're deep. And also yeah. encouraging, you know, our listeners that uh, you totally can. Uh, have a positive outlook. There's so much I can't. Well, I just hate stevia. Well, I just I just hate veggies. Well, mm-hmm. I just, it's all like I cannot, cannot, cannot. That's just gross. But it's like open up your mind because you know that's actually there's more freedom in that change than there is in the bondage to junk food. Right. Yeah. You know, it might be kind of like well, I just like this. I just but there's bondage to that, yeah. and there's more freedom in the change. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. Um, and I think we're going to get ready to, to grill you guys a little bit. <laughs> you make it sound so... Uh, so we're going to ask Ominous. You, I know. We're going to ask you uh, some questions, rapid-fire questions. So you're going to just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Oh, oh. my goodness. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. The <laughs> scary. All right. Oh, no. So here we go. Uh, last person you text. Texted. Oh, my daughter today. Oh, am I allowed to just answer? Yeah. yeah. Put my hand up, daughter. Uh, dream dinner date. Husband. Fish. <laughs> um, definitely husband on a cruise ship. Uh, Last meal. Uh, swordfish, wasn't it? Or catch of the day? What was it? Yeah. I can't remember. It was <laughs> bass. Meal, sea bass. Sea bass. Sea bass and veggies. Broccolini. Uh, I don't know if you guys Wait, last meal, that's what you'd have? No, no, no. no, no, no. Oh, you mean that's the last meal of no, our life? that's the last oh. meal of today. Oh, chocolate. No. Chocolate and coffee. If it's the last meal of our lives, <laughs> then right. yeah, come on. Um, favorite junk food? I don't know if this is... Chocolate. Chocolate? Yeah, I mean, if it's if it's like Belgian amazing good chocolate, I would do the, the real, real thing. Oh, nice. I actually don't have a junk food that I love. I'm weird. I'm psychopathic. Uh, yeah. Cake like or ice food. cream? Absolutely Cake. Cake. Really? Oh, see, you, the genetics are coming wow. through. Um, if you were, uh, if you could be any color of the crayon in a crayon box, what color would it be? Mocha. Is that a color? Mocha. Yeah, <laughs> mocha. Green. <Okay>. Green. <laughs> yes. I love green. Right yeah. We live in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, if you were on death row, what would be your last meal? <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. Uh, well, do I have a choice on death row? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do. Everybody does. Everybody yeah. does. Yeah. What would be my last meal? You know, not allowed to think about it. So, decadent salad. 
with oh. Gouda cheese. Wow. Your yeah, last you know, <laughs> No, but I mean coated with olive oil. I mean walnuts, avocados, <laughs> all the little treasures. A little yeah, bleed there. Yeah. those chicken and waffles and she's eating a salad. She's selling it, though. She's yeah, selling it. Oh, oh, That's why I want my meal to be now. The most succulent salmon with the skin on and ooh, that's that's like my favorite food. Veggies. I don't know. A little bit better. A little oh, yeah, bit better. Little, little, I'll tell you what, my salads... You would be an addict overnight. It would be your slump. Yeah, but there's I not going to be another overnight. It's that's yeah. it. Yeah. But I tell you what, it's worth dying for. <laughs> that's it. Oh my god! On that note, guys, I just want to thank you so much for joining us. You've had the most amazing time. Oh, thank you so much. Honored you guys to be are here. awesome. Yeah. Um, again, guys, my name is Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. TK. Oh, where can they find ladies? We're Trim Healthy Mom. We're at Trim, Trim Healthy Mom. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> um, you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. Um, also on TMZ talking some ish. And yeah, that's about it. And check out Trim Healthy Table, guys. And we will see you next week. Ciao. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live first online broadcast network dedicated to african-american entertainment for questions and comments contact us info at blackhollywoodlive.com like us on facebook tweet us or instagram us at bhl online and i am the official voice of black hollywood live Scipio, instagram at king xo bay thanks for tuning in hollywood, hollywood redefined, redefined. Yes. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.